Foxes kill over one Americans every year. Foxes kill moms, okay? <laughs> this is a PSA. Avoid okay. avoid cube shaped objects I meant, at all costs. Okay, listen, people did fucked up things back in the day. I didn't mean like a box. I just meant like maybe she was buried alive. Maybe she was in ancient in Egypt and they put her in a box and they buried her. They're like, they're like they're like fuck the sarcophagus. We got we just put her in a cube shaped box. Put her in a box. Put That's her in a, a box. Here we put her in like a pop tart box. That's a like, possibility. Just like... Hey guys, welcome to Sippin' Cosmos. Today we're gonna talk about dreams. Why? Because we all do it, but we don't really talk about it. I mean, some people do, but. Most times, you don't really want to hear someone's story about their dream. I so. never want to hear about people's dreams. But we all love telling yeah. people about it. I, I like, love telling other people about my dreams, but yeah. I don't love hearing about them. I like others. crushing people's dreams. <laughs> That's a fun pastime. Yeah, always fun. Well, it's weird because, so, we all dream. We can all have really vivid dreams, and some of us are more active in our dreams than others. Like, Lane... Is very active in his. We're gonna get right into this. Yeah, we're gonna get right into it. Why not? Dive right in, baby. Okay. Lane is a talker. He moves. He wakes up. He sometimes like thinks he's choking. So this is a a whole other like. There's people that like study dreams. Like they study sleep. Yep. You know, and dreams are a big part of that. I think because it's a whole level of sleep dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Facets, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think there's only certain levels of sleep, like REM or something, where you can be active like that. And other times, mm-hmm. you can't. I think there are certain types of dreams that you can have at different levels. For instance, like, if I'm in a really deep sleep, I can ha- be having a really vivid dream where I'm fully there and it feels fully real because I'm fully in that dimension, for lack of a better word. Or, uh, I guess what would the word be like Con- conscious mm, mm-hmm. um like stay in that state of consciousness Lucid. yeah but then if i'm kind of half asleep i could be having a dream where i know i'm asleep in bed but i'm half in the dream does that make sense yeah that's very i feel like that's more rare oh i think the average person goes to sleep they have dreams they don't even know they wake up they like go about their lives and they don't even like really evaluate their dreams or, like, are conscious of it. It sounds like you're, like, conscious of your dreams. Well, sometimes, like, you've never been half asleep and you hear people having a conversation in the next room and you're half asleep, you know that they're talking and you know that you're asleep in your bed, but at the same time, their conversation is kind of influencing your dream a little bit. Oh, you know, I, I don't know. I think I'm a more deep sleeper. Like, I have a hard time falling asleep, but once I'm asleep, I'm yeah. like, Pfft. yeah, that's how I used to be. Yeah, you're out cold. Yeah. And I don't want to wake up. She cannot be bothered. <laughs> yeah. We're actually opposite sleepers. Yeah, he likes to fall asleep early. I'm not even really asleep. Ever. Ashley and Lane are a couple. Really? Yeah. If you haven't gathered that, no, I just watch him <laughs> while he's we sleeping. We study each day. other's sleep patterns, okay? <laughs> We've been doing this for years, for studies. But I do okay? think it's interesting that a lo- people have a lot of different kind of sleep patterns. Yours are very interesting. Yeah, well, weren't you going to start writing down the things that I would 
I'll blurt out in the middle of the night. I actually do have a note section in my phone of things that you've said. Do you actually? Yes. I have actually no idea what I say in the middle of the night. You said something about basketball one time. Oh, and actually, like, yeah. yeah. That was the one I time where I believe that it, it actually had something to do with uh, my day, uh, the previous day. I think one of the women's basketball teams... I saw like they won a game by like eighty points, and my mind was blown about this. I was like, how do you win a basketball Wait, game? Wait, I remember by 80 this. Eighty points. I was here for this. You were there, I think. Yeah. And I think I fell asleep. And I was there when you told me when you were awake that they had won. Yeah, and, and you I, were like freaking out. And I was there when you fell asleep and you started speaking. I couldn't believe they won by eighty points, um, and it lot. shook me to my core. Yeah. And I guess, I guess I I fell asleep, and the girls over here were you know, carrying on with their night, disrupting my sleep. Sarah and I live together, if you haven't gathered that as well. So Sarah is my roommate, Lane is my boyfriend. We, we're all roommates, essentially. Essentially. So I, I guess I woke up in the middle of the night sleepwalking or sleep-talking and said something about this team you winning said, by 80 points. No, you said something like, he won, and Ashley was like, because Ashley noticed that you were speaking in your sleep and then wanted to capitalize on the moment to get you to say more. And Ashley was like, who won? And you went, the better one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the better team won. So that's that was a correct answer. It was a little snarky, but... I'll, t- I'll talk back to you a lot of the time. I and know. then you, you realize after a while, like, you, you can have a whole conversation with me, and then after a while, you, like, realize that you're sleep-talking. I think you start to wake up a little bit, and you're, like, yeah. you laugh at yourself a little bit and then go back to bed. That's true. It's interesting, though. I mean, and I'm reading a book by Brian Weiss, and he's talking about the subconscious um, being a really powerful tool. And he does say that, like, the state between sleep and dreaming is like where you can access your subconscious. So is he saying that like if you have a dream, you can read into that dream things about a past life or about your subconscious or both? I mean, it it could be both. I mean, he said that like some past life memories, if they're real, can come through through dreams. Um, but I think that a lot of it is your subconscious, whether that's your current life or, you know, another or just, you know, a collective so consciousness. I, I, we were talking about how I sometimes feel like I'm choking in the middle of the night. Yeah. Is your is one of your theories that this could be a product of one of my past lives? I mean, potentially, I think a Brian Weiss wouldn't say like definitely, but he would say that's something to explore. Do you are you choking or you just can't breathe? I'll wake up and it depends, but sometimes it feels like there is something in my throat and really? I'm just unable to breathe and I'm gasping for air, legitimately gasping for air. That 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 happens to me too. Really? I I'm not choking, but the first time it ever happened to me was when I got my wisdom teeth out. I was like 19, 20 years old. And I was just in, like, a really deep sleep from, like, the painkillers. And I woke up in the middle. I was having a dream that I was underwater. I was swimming underwater. And then all of a sudden, I just couldn't breathe because I was underwater for so long. And then I woke up, and I could look around the room. And I, I was, 
I guess, awake, but still part of me was asleep and I couldn't move my body. I was having sleep paralysis, but I also could not breathe. Very frightening. Yeah, that was the first time I've ever had sleep paralysis. And since then it's like been a thing, but I, I couldn't breathe. And that's what always happens to me is that I cannot take a breath. And then all of a sudden, finally I snap out of it, I guess when I'm like truly yeah. like need to breathe, finally it, it happens, the body will wake itself up and then I'm gasping for air. That Basically, is really your, your body is, or your brain is awake before your body is, or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yes. It's, so your your brain, body gets confused. Your body doesn't know what to do, and then it right. catches up. Your brain finally connects to the body. Yes, because they say that when you're asleep, your body does this thing. Your brain will communicate to your body, okay, she's asleep. She's dreaming right now. She's going to dream that she's out doing all these things. But she can't actually do them because if she thinks she's out running, she's going to start running right now in the bed. So the brain will tell the body, you're asleep right now, so don't move. So it paralyzes itself. And that's how it happens. Part of your brain wakes up, but it doesn't tell the rest of your body to wake up, and then you get paralyzed. And it's the reverse thing when you start sleepwalking. Yep. Because you're, that part of your brain that's supposed to be paralyzed when you're dreaming cognizant isn't and starts doing the things that you're doing in your dream wow right so i mean yeah sleep paralysis is it's whole like a whole other thing um because so that time you had sleep paralysis did you see a figure in your room or no weird like that i've never i've had like night terrors and sleep paralysis where i felt something you know, like standing over me, a presence for sure, but I've never actually seen anything. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I, f- I feel terrified. Well, there are other times where instead of gasping for air, I'm more literally choking and just like trying to cough something up. And I feel like I'm either swallowing an insect or oh there's something, God. or I'm choking on something that I ate. Cause I guess I have some deep fear of choking. Yeah. I think it's one of my biggest fears is choking me to death. That's what I'm saying is that, like, it sounds like with your dream, that was a kind of an isolated incident that you happened to be dreaming that you were underwater. And I'm not, like, I don't know if that's necessarily connected to a memory or something that happened to you in a past life, let's say, per se, mm-hmm. if you're going to believe that. But with Lane, he has such a, it's a recurring thing. It, it's almost every night he chokes. And one time, yeah, it's one time, every night. yeah. I don't, I don't remember it most of the time, but there are really aggressive choking yeah. um, episodes Have where you ever, like, I just leap out of bed. It for you? No. I mean, I'm usually I have to calm you down a lot of the time. I'll be like, Lane, like you're okay, you're not choking, and you'll be really insistent, like, no, 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 I'm choking. Like you think you're like dying, mm-hmm. and I oh. think one time you said, I swallowed a spider. I think you thought you swallowed. Well, I was a actually my friend Tyler and I went to. Sweden and Germany a few years ago, and he remembers the story. It's he, he thinks it's, he thinks it's hilarious. It, it honestly was hilarious, but <laughs> no, 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 I didn't swallow a spider. But I had another one of these episodes where we were in one of those really, really small European hotel rooms, like that are the closet size, mm, yeah, with like the bunk beds, right? Super claustrophobic, and I was like out of it. But um, I woke up and launched out of bed, and I was like. I swallowed the wrong pill. I swallowed the wrong pill. I was telling my friend Tyler that I swallowed the wrong pill. 
like I, I swallowed the red pill instead of the blue pill or something. <laughs> and I, I was insistent that I had to go down to the lobby and talk to the receptionist. <laughs> and you were fully asleep. <laughs> you were asleep? Uh, at the moment, I was asleep, and I was saying that. And then I woke up, and I came to. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to go talk to the lobby receptionist about this issue. Oh, my God. This isn't even a real issue. I want to speak to I'm, the manager. I'm sorry, I'm can laughing. I speak, can I speak with your manager? You gave me the wrong pill, <laughs> and I, it, uh, it's going to kill me. This is the but, kind of stuff that happens at the Hotel Cecil. Yeah, yeah. That's another, that's another episode as well. But. Agreed. Have you, I mean, yeah, Hotel Cecil, have you guys watched it on Netflix I was yet? shook when it came out because I have had an experience there, but that'll be another episode. I've had uh, experiences. I don't think this was a sleep paralysis um, instance, but... I've had like positive experiences with this stuff where I told you about this, Ashley, where I was asleep in um, my my parents' guest room in our house, which is downstairs in our house off of our kitchen. And it was really early one morning and I was still asleep, but I heard my parents in the kitchen like getting up and starting their day and having a conversation. And this was a couple months after my grandmother had passed away. and. I all of a sudden I'm it's the same thing as the sleep paralysis where I'm half awake half asleep and I however I could see myself in the bed and I was also in the kitchen watching my parents have this conversation and on top of it my grandmother was standing there with me and it's like the two of us were watching my parents have this conversation and she was just like, truly, it felt so much like she was there. And then I woke up like, a few minutes later and I, I was like, oh, like, where'd she go? Where'd she go? She was just here. She was just here. But it really was like this crazy out of body experience where I've never seen a ghost or anything like that, but it truly just felt like my grandmother was just here. No, like, I know she's here. Mm. It was crazy. Well, that's beautiful, honestly. It was really nice. you get that extra moment with a loved one that yeah. you just never could get. And I was telling my parents about it, and they were looking at me like I, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. You yeah. had an out-of-body experience while mm -hmm. you were dreaming. Yeah, like, I could see myself asleep in the bed. Like, I was like, oh, there's my body. I'm asleep, but okay, I'm going to walk into the kitchen and I'm just watching mom and dad have this conversation and like grandma and I are just staring at each other while mom and dad are talking right now. So that for me, like that for me right there is like proof that, potentially proof that when we're dreaming, we can enter another like kind of dimension consciously. Like our consciousness can travel, like our body is here in bed, mm -hmm. but our consciousness, whatever that is, that you know, it's not just your brain, it's it's that extra, I call it spirit, or whatever is, you know, makes you you, it's, it's, it's traveling to another dimension, and I don't think everyone can do that, I don't think that happens every time you dream, but it's interesting that, mm -hmm. that you not only saw your grandmother who's dead, but you also felt like you were in two places at once. Yeah. And you're like a completely sane person, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sane. Has that ever happened after that? Or that was the only time? Not like that. No. No. I've had dreams where I've seen her and I've tried to talk to her, but it was never, I was never like awake. It was because it was an awake dream. I felt like I was awake. It's just my body was asleep. If that makes sense. There's people, yeah, that makes sense. There's people that think that they can receive messages from 
loved ones that have passed, you know, other beings. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to get her to speak and she wouldn't say anything. Mm. And in, in other dreams, I've seen her and I'm trying to get her to say something and she never says anything. She's always just like standing there. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought that I have received a message or something profound in a dream, but Nicole, my best friend's mom, she like claims that she's had many dreams like prem that are premonitions almost that um like and then they come true like i think she really? had a dream that her grandson was going to be a boy and he, and then he was or someone 50 50 chance someone <laughs> the odds were good but i think someone came down and like told her like it's going to be a boy blah, wait blah, blah. told nicole nicole's mom you know now that i'm thinking about it i don't know i don't know if it was the sex of the baby. I, I have to go back and ask her, but something about she received a message in a dream and it came true and it happened a few times. And I, I think she's it, never she's undefeated in <laughs> baby sex predictions. I mean, that's like a common thing that I've heard of a lot of people like, oh my my mom had a feeling it was gonna be that like I've had a I had a feeling I, I someone like I had a dream I had a dream that this happened and then it happened uh, have you not heard that a lot with I've sex of baby I've heard it sex of a baby is a big one obviously yeah um but besides, like other than like too, my like, mom like was could swear up and down that I was going to be a boy and then I turned out to be a girl well, so like I feel did like did she have dreams about it or anything I or? never asked hmm. maybe but I feel like with sex of a baby like Lane said, it's a 50-50 chance, and it's like, you just have a feeling, but you can have a feeling about anything, and it doesn't come true. Right. She can also just be saying that, too. Like, that's also a possibility. Like, she could have been like, oh, Why? I knew this was going to happen. Why? Because she me, I knew. for the clout. I knew, for the clout. For the grandma clout. For the grandma clout. <laughs> you know, like grandma clout. You know it. grandmas love clout. <laughs> <laughs> they low-key love the clout. Moms love clout too. Like I told you, a lot of you, people like clout. They do. Moms <laughs> love. I told you is the original clout. I told you so. Moms love to be told that they are right and they need it to be said out loud in front of people, like an announcement. Like my mom was right. Yeah. She was right. Yeah, I saw on Shark Tank. I forget what the invention was, but the, the girl was saying she. The invention came to her in her dream, and she got like a hundred thousand dollars for the. She did. Yeah, like she had oh, a deal. Oh wow! I never had a dream that made me money. That sounds hundred <laughs> nice. k dream. That sounds really nice. Pretty good. I've had dreams where like I eat like a combination of foods that sounds ridiculous in real life, but in the dream it sounds really good to me. That's and so then weird. I wake up and I like at first I'm like I should try that, and then after a couple minutes of being awake I'm like. Do you have an example? Insane. You know what? You know what else happens? I have it with jokes. I have jokes that come to me in dreams all the time. Mm. And I say to myself in the dream, I need to remember that when I wake up because that's a really great joke. I got to write it down and put it in my set. And do you ever do that? Well, then I wake up and for the first few minutes, I'm like, yeah, let me write that down. And then after being awake for 10 minutes, I'm like, that, that's horrible. That doesn't even make sense. Mm. It literally doesn't even make sense. It's nothing. Well, for me, it's like, or are you remembering it wrong? Because for me, no, I like, definitely remember it. I wake up and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, like this is really important. I'm gonna write this down, 
And then I'm like, oh, it's so important. Like, I'm going to remember. Like, I've, I'm affected. I feel weird about what I just dreamed. Like, I, or this, like, whatever I thought was, like, super important waking up. And then, like, 10 minutes later, 15, I totally forgot what it was. Like, it's just, like, not, it never even happened. I've done that, too, sometimes. It's just, like, leaves, like, thin air. And it's like, wait, Fleeting. I just had it. But so that's the thing that Brian Weiss is saying. I need to bring it back to... He's saying, like, we can access those memories. Like, they're there. Where did it go? It happened. You right. remembered it at one point. Right. It's there. We You just can't access it with your conscious But aren't there mind. a lot of memories that you do not want to access? I'm sure there are some traumatic memories and negative things. But working through them can actually help you. Like, that's true. With his patients, when they remember a traumatic thing... And they, like, honor it and just, like, work through it, it alleviates it. They get better. Right. I don't know what I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense to work through your traumas, that's for sure. I think that in a past life, you choked dying. It's very possible. But I also, like I was saying. I'm just going to say, I'm going to, I know you also think your mom died in a box. (laughs) All right, I was kidding. Listen, listen. She is claustrophobic and really scared of heights, though. And I'm like. Like it's traumatic, but she. But I don't. What if she had a traumatic experience with a box in this life? (laughs) Wait, why did I say that about the box? (laughs) Because she was she's really claustrophobic, and you're like, mom, I think in your past life you died in the box. I also I also have dreams. I have I have dreams where I feel where I vivid dreams. Boxes kill over one (laughs) Americans every year. Boxes kill moms. Okay, (laughs) this is a PSA. Avoid okay. avoid cube-shaped objects I meant, at all costs. Okay, listen. People did fucked up things back in the day. I didn't mean, like, a box. I just meant, like, maybe she was buried alive. Maybe she was in ancient in Egypt, and they put her in a box, and they buried her alive. They're like, they're, like, they're like, fuck the sarcophagus. We got we just put her in a cube-shaped box. Put her in a box. Put That's her in a, a box. Here, we put her in, like, a Pop-Tart box. That's a like, possibility. Just, like, miming, miming out of the box. <laughs> I can't get out. I was going to say that I also have dreams where, vivid dreams that I remember where I am getting shot. Okay. I have a fear that's of getting, crazy I have me. a fear of getting shot as well. That's, that. see, that's like, that's very specific to you. I mean, I'm sure. Like I had a dream too, where I had a dream. Do you die in the dream? Yes. I die every time. Well, I always heard that you can't die. I always, I, well, I wake up as soon as I get shot. I think you've been shot in a so, past life as well. I'm going to go. I've had some it. shitty that's past true. lives and I've choked to death. I've I been think shot. I think you have. Um, but I, there was one dream in particular where like, I like hit this guy's vehicle and then he like takes out his gun and just shoots a shotgun through my window of my car, and it, I just bleed out in my car seat. That's a violent dream. Yeah. That's horrible. See, I have a, I had a recurring dream of me driving, and I was and shooting me. Because <laughs> that would be crazy. I'm the guy in the truck. Yeah, that would be crazy if you had the same dream, but you saw me from behind hitting your car. And well, you they shot say me. that people reincarnate together. Like you reincarnate with the same like two hundred souls. Anyway, I I have had a dream where I'm driving and I just can't, like, my brake isn't working. Like, it's working, but so, like, slightly. Oh, so I'm, like, scary. slamming on the brakes and I'm stopping, like, just before I hit the car in front of me every time. Like, over and over and That's over. That's what you do in real life. I know. Anyway, I'm... You're not a good driver. <laughs> just throwing it out there. I, I thought about this. I'm like, 
maybe it's it's either a metaphor for like I feel like my life is out of control and I like I'm living on the edge or like I'm just like I have anxiety about driving and I'm a little bit of a crazy driver and right. it's coming out of my dream but I do think that dreams mean something like that's why I'm like have you had a dream where you like are like oh this could mean something like maybe you know this is going on in my life and this is how it's coming out in the dream yeah yeah I've had I'd say more recently I've had stuff where it was like a sign that I needed to make a change in my life. Um, really? Yeah. For a dream? Yeah. Yeah. More just like the persistence and consistency of like a reoccurring dream was like. Can you share it? Basically, just that I should get out of my last relationship. Interesting. Was like, I'm, if I'm dreaming about this like a lot. It's probably a sign. Yeah. Was he in the relationship or was it, I mean, in the dream or was it someone else and you're just like evaluating the dream? It was like a combination of things. Yeah. I mean, he was usually in the dream. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your mind telling you. Yeah. I, I really think it was because I was kind of putting it out of my brain for so long, pretending that it didn't exist and that everything was fine. And then... If it's if it's not farcical, like it's a real thing that's happening, and I just use the word farcical because it sounds phenomenal. What, what does that microphone. mean? Fake. Oh, like a farce. Fake, okay. fake news. Okay. I'm smart. <laughs> I promise. If it's a real life thing that pertains to your actual day to day life, then you you can definitely look into your dreams and yeah. act on them. Yeah, you know, you it know makes what? Sense. My my parents when um when they first had my brother, they lived on a really busy street that overlooked the water. It was really beautiful, but the street was super busy and the cars go really fast. They didn't have like a yard and all that stuff because it was on a big hill. And they loved the house because it was so nice having a water view. But then one night my mom had a dream that my brother like got out into the street and got hit by a car. And she said immediately they started looking at houses, you know, in like a more... Wow. Suburban. Interesting. Just typical. from her dream. Yeah, just from that dream. Yeah. See, I feel like that's People an overreaction. Life changes. I feel like that's a bit of an overreaction because that's not something, whereas your relationship dreams were about things that had previously actually happened and well, are, were currently yeah. affecting you. This was more of a premonition, but which I, I don't 100% believe in. But I don't but, think I don't think it's like she wasn't even thinking about it until she had the dream. I think she was scared of it and was like, mm. I'd like my okay. kids to have a yard and, you know, a, a, a level street where they can ride their bikes to their friends' houses and walk around. And in the dream, and the fear played out. And then she had the dream, out. and it was like, oh, my God, if that were to ever happen. Of course. And nightmare. then she was like, we, we got to move. I mean, I personally think that you can kind of have, like, a premonition of, like, that was a possibility that could have happened. Yeah, yeah. And her subconscious just played it out for right. her, and she was like, look, I'm not willing to risk, even yeah. risk this, mm-hmm. so let's just... I'm choosing a different Yeah, plan. which I think is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you say, like, you say it's, like, overreacting or whatever, but... Like, if, God forbid, if something happened and she had this dream, like, you know, kind of like a warning beforehand and she didn't do anything, she would feel terrible. You know? That's very true. It's like, yeah, I had a dream that my son got out into the street and I thought, yeah, maybe we should move, but then we just didn't. Yeah, because that's weird. Dreams don't mean anything. Yeah. You know, it's like that, like... Yeah, I, but I, I don't totally... think the dream is the... You can't... 
No one would blame her for not moving just because she had a Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying, like, she messed it or she's, you know, I'm just saying, like... But she might, yeah, obviously she might kick herself for not acting on her dream. That's just the natural thing to do. But I feel like no one would blame her for not acting on it just because it was a dream that she had. You know what I mean? Well, she could just not tell anybody about the dream. Yeah. Just keep it her little secret. keep it a secret. (laughs) Maybe we'll dream about our podcast tonight. Doubt it. Maybe we'll have a Pregnation. Premonition. 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 You will have an impregnation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was walking, uh, watching a documentary on Netflix called, uh, is that new one, Surviving Death. Um, is that the one that you and I watched? Uh-huh. Yeah. They have an episode about like uh, near-death experiences, past lives, or whatever. But the, the doctor that is in a lot of the episodes, like he studies like, children who remember past lives and and like he's like dedicated his life to this and there's so many people that have and have like data and, and stuff and and yeah, but there are also people studies. that have dedicated their lives to proving the earth is flat <laughs> do they dedicate their lives yes, to flat it? earthers look them up they're obsessed there are people the who earth. dedicate their lives to the mandela effect and yeah like, but do they dedicate their lives to it? Yeah. Like people are I'm sure there's in, someone who's it. dedicating their lives. Yeah, I'm sure someone's someone out there is like, I must figure yeah, out the Mandela effect. Yeah, but that's not a person. No, I think their life With revolves around the people who are Mandela really into it. Mandela was killed. Okay, but there's, I mean, <laughs> actually, yeah, I think that was in one of the episodes. And they had, like, conferences yes. about it and stuff. Yeah. But those are people that don't have, like, credentials. Like... I'm saying there's, like, doctors and people that are, like, academic people. It's easy to slap the word doctor in front of someone's name. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay? So, th- so that doesn't hold any value? I'm, I'm Dr. Lane Wyman, okay? You're not. I am, no. I decided I am. Like, I think we're, we're, we're capable of discussing it as, as people that aren't, like, doctors of, of the subject. But, I mean, it, like... Is, doctor doesn't mean anything to you? Like, would you rather, wouldn't you rather have a surgery done by a doctor means, than someone that just some, says, I can do this, or I'm it, interested in this? It depends on the field of study. Fair. It depends. Like, some fields of study, the word doctor is way more prestigious than others. Yeah, like dentistry. I, I, didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say <laughs> that. I, I, have, I have a lot of respect for our dentist <laughs> fans wow. out there. Okay? And Ashley's an anti-dentite. <laughs> <laughs> You That's from Seinfeld. Anti dentite. <laughs> anti dentite. Yep. I'm an anti Cairo too. I'm kind of anti Cairo. I'm not anti anyone, okay? <laughs> Everyone deserves a chance, but all I'm saying is that certain doctors are definitely more prestigious than others. I think there was a professor at my school, I'm not going to name it. Well, I will, Tulane. Um, who... <laughs> we call him Tulane Lane when he comes out with his big words and his <laughs> farcical. He is Tulane's right. a great school, guys. Okay, it is. I'm not going to deny no, it. No, it is. Look, the proof is in the pudding. That's why you're Tulane Lane. That's why you're Tulane Lane. Anyway, uh, there was a professor at Tulane where I, I believe he had a theory that he could bring dead people back to life. It was like a zombie theory. And what kind of what did he teach? Like some sort of uh, science class. It was like a biology or physics class or something, or chemistry or one of the one of those sciences and. He was known for being the guy who thought that he could make zombies happen. So in that case, I'd have to d- d- deduct points <laughs> yeah. from his doctorate. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Agree. I don't truly believe that that's possible. Yeah. Well, I don't think any sane person would. What was he like? 
And I, I'm not positive what that this is the case, but I had heard through the grapevine that there was a professor who, whose main thesis was on uh, zombies. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, how does that get by? Like zombies in the sense that, like, like how long was the person dead for? I'm right. not sure. I didn't really dig deeper on this matter because okay. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, there's been weird cases in the near-death experience, um, like episode where she said that she was like without oxygen for 30 minutes. Yeah. But she was revived, and and she lost is, a lot of brain cells. Is that a zombie though? What's the definition yeah, of like, a zombie? Yeah. I think a zombie is someone who was dead for a significant period of time and was brought back to life. Well, remember if they're not when fully alive, there's something wrong with them. Well, remember that whole thing about Walt Disney being like frozen, yes, and then like yeah, I was obsessed. With yeah, that apparently like, he's buried under under pi- apparently he's buried wrong. under Pirates of the Caribbean. Did you guys know that? <laughs> the ride. They said they say that there's like this this myth that sounds like a conspiracy theory. He's buried under the unit the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland. How much energy That's like the do you worst think? ride you can be buried under. <laughs> How much energy Imagine, do you like, think Imagine, like, he's hearing everything. Keep, yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life frozen. for me. I, I, I don't think he was he's, buried He's uh, cryogenically frozen. Yeah. But see, like, why did he do that? He, I think maybe he believes in this teacher's theory of, of whatever, that you could revive a body if it's preserved. I don't know. There's so many Pretty theories. Pretty sure Walt Disney was an anti-Semite. Wasn't Correct. He? Yeah. Yeah. I think sure. he's just hoping that there will be no more Jews when he wakes up. Oh my God. When he I'm wakes a, I'm up. I'm a Jew, so I'm telling you right now that's not going to be the case while we're, we're expanding our ground. Lane just wanted an excuse to tell everyone that he's Jewish. No, no, no. I just want to make sure <laughs> that my fellow Jews understand that you got some consti- constituency at this table here. Yeah, no, I mean, but that's a thing. Isn't he's not the only person that's frozen, right? I heard. I think like, there are a couple other. He's he's like the most famous, though. Yeah, at least that I know of. And so, like, what did he know that we don't know? Like, uh, he's obviously a person with power and access and stuff. It just makes you think, like, why did he choose? Did he even do that though? Is that even? The I truth? don't know. I don't know. I, was, I don't even know if it's true. We need to, to fact check this. Let's ask yeah. Doctor Brian Weiss. I think he would know. <laughs> he would know. He went to Yale. Has anyone ever uh, done drugs and had crazy dreams here? I don't think I have. If I did, I don't remember. We did, um, yeah, no. I mean, well, the craziest drug I've ever done is mushrooms. Um, And I don't remember having, like, any dreams. dreams. I can't imagine laying on drugs. You don't want to see me on drugs. Yeah. But um, no, I, I just I just know people will have some weird vivid dreams sometimes when they're on drugs. I I personally haven't, but I was just wondering if you guys had. Did you when you like I know you're not drinking right now per se, but like when you drank alcohol, did you feel like your sleep was different? Yeah, sleep deprived drink? for sure. But and, and dreaming just sometimes like bizarre dreams. Like and it'll happen when I eat gluten too. I'm allergic to gluten. I don't do GMOs, okay? Um, no, but I'm actually like, I do have a slight gluten allergy. And I found that when I eat a lot of gluten, like a shitload, if I like drink beer or like eat a lot of bread, like pizza, sometimes uh, my sleep will be disrupted. 
and I'll have like weird, bizarre, like almost fever dreams. That's crazy. Yeah. What do you mean fever dreams? And I've like read, I've like looked this up on Reddit before, and like I think I might have found like a couple of people who've had the same thing. It's like some weird phenomenon. Uh, but like nice. a fever dream is like where it's like a bizarre dream that you would have, like as if you had like a hundred fever. You know. Whoa. So like I wonder if anyone else out bed. has anyone else out there maybe had this happen because I'd be so interested to chat about it. Like, if you eat something you're allergic to, like gluten or whatever, if you have like fever dreams or like bizarre thoughts like in your sleep, that would be interesting to know. Now, I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing this, but when you say bizarre, what do you mean? Like, can you give an example? Um, I'm not uncomfortable saying anything really, but oh great. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to put it's hard to say it's hard to like put put into words if you will um sometimes like bizarre monsters or like weird like weird forms I, it's very hard to describe it just doesn't feel grounded in reality at all it sounds like an acid trip not that i know what kind of like, kind it's kind of feels like you're on drugs but like it's like kind of like a bad trip in a way mm. but like a manageable bad trip it's just like uncomfortable Gluten. I guess my I think I think my stomach and my brain are very much connected, and you know that because I get very hangry as well. So yeah, um, I feel like when my stomach's happy, my my mental health is good. But if I fuck with my stomach, that there are consequences. Yeah, I, I'd say that you're very connected to everything you put in your body. Mm -hmm. It affects you greatly. Like I like if you have a sip of caffeine, you're like whoa. And it's just, it's interesting. Like, I can have a ton of caffeine and not, like, it, it takes, like, a really strong cup of coffee for me to feel jittery and weird. We're, like, legitimately opposites. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And I pretty much drink caffeinated drinks, like, all day. Coffee, Diet Coke. Diet That's Coke, crazy. if you want to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, maybe we should have Diet Coke in our... The girl loves her DC. <laughs> Mm. He does love Diet Coke, that's true. <laughs> Have you guys ever had a nightmare that was so horrible that you you like you're disgusted with your brain that it could even conjure something like that up? Well, I had a dream I cheated on Lane, and I felt really that weird. I know. I think everyone has. Everyone's that dream. had that dream, yeah. Um, but it's like I felt like. Like I like I I felt guilty and I felt weird about it. Like yeah. I had to tell him. Like if I didn't tell him, I felt like I was like keeping a secret from him. You right, know, right? Um, that's how I felt. I mean, I've had dreams that definitely like affect me and make me feel weird and uncomfortable. Yeah, and like the whole day, you're just like you just feel Ugh. off. Yeah. Um, like that was a little too bizarre and weird and like a, like mm -hmm. or scary. But I can't. Like, nothing that's so, like, traumatic that I even remember what those dreams were. They're usually traumatic, like, the whole next day. And then and then you just good. kind of forget about it. Again, yeah. I think it's hidden in the subconscious. I think we could access and, re and remember it if we're kind of in a, like, meditative state in between. Like, when you're in a meditative state or, like, half asleep, you're... you're you feel differently, and I think, like, if you focus and it's, like, a it's a practice, mm -hmm. then potentially you could access a lot more of, like, what's in your brain. It, like, what There's you talked about. Yeah, I think so. 
Honestly. Yeah. I think so. I mean, the fact that you've had like an out-of-body experience while dreaming is really interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, that to me also is kind of proof that it's not just your brain. Like, your brain can't be out there in the hall with your parents, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And also in this room. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what is that consciousness? What is that? Yeah, where does it come from? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you had, like, a traumatic, like, crazy nightmare? That oh, you remember? Yeah. Like, recur like, do you have recurring dreams? Um... Yeah, I'd say a recurring one for me. I think this is a common one um, that like I'm losing my teeth, that they're like mm, falling out. I've or, heard this. One I've heard before. that too. Yeah. yeah, that's a big one for me. That, that means something too. I've apparently. looked it up. It it means like a couple different things. I forget what. I haven't had it in a long time. Probably means something different to everyone. I al I also have one where I have people over. I'm having like a party, and everybody's downstairs having fun and I can't get dressed I'm up in my room and for some reason I just can't get myself down to the party to go have fun with everybody and you're and missing out so frustrating yeah that's yeah. okay those kind of dreams that just reminded me of dreams that I have where it's usually in the morning when I'm supposed to be somewhere and I like dream that I can't I can't get there like I just can't get out mm. of my room I can't there's something holding me back to like just doing something, yeah. getting there, doing it. Um, I, I get that a lot. I get false awakenings, too. I was telling you about this, where I I'm, I start dreaming, like, I have to get up, it's the morning, and I start dreaming that I got out of bed and I'm starting to get ready. And then I think to myself, hang on a second. I don't think, I think I'm still asleep in that bed. I don't think I'm actually awake. <laughs> And then so all of a sudden, I'm, I'm like, back in the bed, and I'm like, oh, God, no, like, I didn't get up. And it will happen over and over and over again until I fully, fully, fully wake up. It's, it's again, getting stuck in that weird in-between stage of yeah. sleep and of wake. like, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to get up yeah. and do something, but no, I just, I'm, I'm here sleeping, and yeah. I can't get up. And my brain is trying to wake me up and get up and do the things that I need to do and starts doing it. And then all of a sudden it realizes, oh, no, my body's still over there. That's like, I got to go get my body. That's so weird. You, you're you very, like, with the out-of-body mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's like a lack of communication between the brain and the body. Wow. And it's the same thing with the with the sleepwalking. It's, it's just a lack of communication. I've had, like, one sleep paralysis experience, one or two, in my old apartment, like, where... And, and this time, I think, I woke up, I couldn't move, I'm screaming, but nothing's coming out mm -hmm. in my dream. Yeah. Like, I obviously, I woke up and I realized I'm, I'm in my bed, I'm okay, like, yeah. thank God that was just a dream, but I was, like, dreaming that I was in my bed, some figure was at the end of my bed in front of my closet, like, it was just, like, a dark figure, and I was screaming at it, it had a negative energy for me and I was screaming at it like fuck you get out like I was trying to like scream at it like get away and nothing was coming out and then I woke up and nothing was there and I was like oh, thank god I could speak good for you though that you were like fearless enough to scream at it get oh yeah out. no I'm like too scared no no no. I'm like trying I want to tell it like fuck off demon really? you know what I'm like whatever you. it is you're like but, hold up like the, yeah like a silver cross like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're not welcome you out of <laughs> The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ. 
guys got mouths yeah they're conjuring <laughs> that's like what i want they, yeah like because because i don't know if something is there negative i don't know what it is i don't know if it's a demon whatever but like there's something in me that's want, like no fuck you get out of here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's what i <laughs> fuck a demon <laughs> for real should that be our catchphrase? Fuck a demon. Fuck a demon. <laughs> Fuck a demon. Sipping Cosmos. Fuck a demon. It could have another like connotation though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck it. No, like, we don't want to promote that. No. Have sexual intercourse with a demon. No, don't no, do no, it. no, don't no, do it. No, no. Because they're so clingy. Demons are hot. Honestly, no. It's just you don't want to even get involved. Stage five clinger. Stage five clinger. Yeah, that's not attractive. Not mm-hmm. at all. Then they start moving their stuff in. What kind of and then, stuff? And then they want to get inside your brain. They move their stuff in where? <laughs> All your parts. <laughs> well, okay, I don't know if this is, like, completely off topic, but what do you guys think about people that claim to have dreams or experiences while they're sleeping about abduction? Because hmm. there's people in the world thousands of accounts actually of people that claim to either have dreams of being abducted or maybe they experienced it but we i believe that they have dreams about it yeah but so leave them about that why is that a phenomenon they all kind of like report a similar thing to like abductions in my bed but abductions are a thing that were made up by humans you know it's it's like science fiction and people have run with it Someone invented abduction. They're like, oh, a spaceship's going to come and take you away, and they're going to do operations on you and experiments on you. Someone made that up, and it's just become a part of folklore, and people buy into it. You know, there's no proof that there has ever been an abduction. No real proof. Actually, um, there's some people that have some implants, physical implants that are magnetic, and there's actually a doctor that studies them. Um, I'm just the messenger. I'm just the messenger. That was the best um, actually moment. Um, actually. Show show me the article. I'd like to read it. I'll show you the documentary. Show me the documentary. And and, and we should do some research. Documentaries can obviously... Have an an agenda and a bias, for sure. For the most part, I agree with Lane, but I will say, we're abductions created by humans and someone made that up and then we made it into like a whole fabricated thing that you see on TV and in movies or is it like an age old thing that the first humans actually experienced and then it got told and told it's like an age old story and then over the years it got you know well i like to think i like to think what now. what's more likely Okay. I don't know. Well, I don't know because time and is a, is an illusion, Lane. So, basically, yeah. well, you uh, know what, Ashley? Time is an illusion. Lane, you're absolutely like... right. Here's the and thing: we are out of time. I think that's it. You, I think we're, you I think we're didn't done live here. Like I, Ashley, five, no, Ashley can, said time is an illusion. Can I just so say one thing about that? Now? I think I think we're oh, I think we're done here. You didn't live. <laughs> she wins the conversation. It's like the Trump card. Like oh, you're like. Yeah. Time is an illusion. Oh, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, it, can I just it's say been, it's one been great. thing? <laughs> you didn't live 5,000 years ago. And, like, let's say at that time in history on another planet, they had the capability of traveling to Earth. And they came here and they wanted to do some studies on some people. Why? So why did they, they stop did Why they stop doing it? Who's to say they stopped? Because 
when you travel through space, you're traveling through time, and there's different. It's very complicated. Accounting layers. has gotten so accounting <laughs> accounting of things and history has gotten way more accurate as because time I'm goes saying, on. Look, has gotten way more accurate as time goes on, and I and I haven't seen any accounts of this actually I think happening. You guys, like this in, is a, in the last a thousand years. This has gone off the rails. This is a whole other episode that we're gonna get into about aliens and space and time travel and all that. So let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Okay, okay. fair enough. Okay. Um, I, I, I got us on this track. I'm sorry because there are people that have dreams yeah, we'll of abductions, abductions for another but time. we'll talk about that in the episode. In future episodes, we're going to be looking some stuff up, showing you some videos, getting more interactive. So, um, we're going to get all that up and running. And if so, there's anything you really want us to talk about, let us know because anything goes. Yeah. Honestly. We're open to suggestions. Anything goes in the cosmos. I like that. That's right. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been Sippin' Cosmos. Yay! Yay. Let's go sip some Cosmos. Yeah. I'm down. Oh, that sounds great. Mm -hmm.